0: But first, something that will probably have a much more significant impact on your day-to-day life, the Bank of Canada has raised interest rates by another half a percentage point. It's the third interest rate increase this year. It brings the benchmark rate to 1.5%, just a quarter point below the pre-pandemic level. Bank of Montreal Chief Economist Douglas Porter says it may still not be enough to curb inflation. Frankly, they need a little bit of luck. They, they need things like commodity prices and supply chains um, to, to, to help a bit here. Um, you know The absolute worst thing to happen right now would be for oil prices and grain prices to take another big step up and for supply chains to remain snarled. Um, I, I think we're, we're right out at the nice edge now. Yeah, this is not just happening in Canada. It's happening everywhere. The bank, meanwhile, today is saying it will, quote, act more forcefully if needed, likely showing that it... Perhaps intends to keep pushing borrowing costs that we pay higher rapidly in an effort to bring inflation back under control. Well, someone who will have a good take on all of this is Jean Paul Lamb. He's an associate professor of economics at the University of Waterloo and a former assistant chief economist at the Bank of Canada. Uh, thanks so much for your time tonight.
1: Good evening, Dan. Thanks for having me.
0: So I, I, I know we had talked about this another half point increase today. Um, were you surprised that that's exactly what happened?
1: No, I was not surprised at all. I think the expectations that the bank would raise, its uh, benchmark rate, the overnight rate to 1.5% today was was not unexpected. Uh, Inflation has been running, as you pointed out, at 6.8% and has been running not just high, but persistently high for most of 2021 and now 2022. So as you know, the Bank of Canada's target is 2% in terms of inflation, and beneath. need To hit that target as quickly as possible and interest rate, higher interest rate is one of the ways that they think they can drive inflation down in the the next uh, 12 to 24 months.
0: For listeners who may not know how that works, how exactly does raising interest rates drive inflation down?
1: Well, when the central bank, the Bank of Canada, raises interest rate, its benchmark rate, which is called the overnight rate, and the overnight rate is the rate at which banks borrow from each other on on a nightly basis, on on a one day basis, this triggers a series of increases in over interest rate that we as consumers and firms pay, mortgage rates, uh, home equity line of credit uh, rates on cars. So these higher rates act as a deterrent and reduces uh, demand for for goods and services. And one of the triggers of inflation right now is that uh, there's excess demand compared to supply in, in Canada. And this excess demand is pushing higher prices. So one of the ways of bringing demand back to supply, and this is what the Bank of Canada is trying to do, is to make the cost of borrowing for everyone in Canada higher so that we decrease borrowing and we decrease uh, consumption and investment. And that brings aggregate demand in line with supply.
0: That's a difficult balance, though, I would imagine, especially with inflation as high as it is.
1: It is an extremely difficult balance, because remember, if you are increasing interest rate and uh, trying to get demand down, this might be also triggering a, a possible slowdown. And if you, go, if you try to overdo it, it might um, create a recession. And this is the fear that a lot of economists have right now. We, uh, we know that inflation is not only driven by excess demand, but it's uh, driven by uh, supply constraints that COVID and the closing down of economies around the world, including Canada, brought forward. And the the geopolitical uncertainty and the war in U- Ukraine has exacerbated the pressure on inflation. So a lot of the inflationary pressures that we are seeing in Canada and around the world are external to, to us. And it is it makes the job of the Bank of Canada difficult. So if they go too fast and too high on raising interest rate, they may run the risk of creating a recession. And this, these episodes of high inflation where the central bank raises interest rate aggressively to bring inflation down, we have seen in the past in the 1990s and 1980s and also in the 1970s that these higher rates where the central bank trigger higher rates to bring inflation down, have led to a recession. And this is something that not only the Bank of Canada is trying to avoid, but also the Federal Reserve Bank. It, it is a delicate balance because the information that the bank is receiving is in real time, and they have to make decisions in real time without knowing what uh, is the exact impact of higher interest rates on the economy. The models that we have in in economics are not perfect. They are far from from perfect. The models of inflation that we have are are not very good. So it makes the, the job of the Bank of Canada and forecasters and economists very difficult.
0: I know there was a lot of talk today about some of the language used uh, in the update that it was more, say, blunt or forceful than usual. And and the term exactly was act more forcefully if needed. Does that mean we're in for, for another large r- hike in the near future? Are we seeing going to see this through the rest of the year, do you think?
1: Yes, I, I think we will see much higher rates for 2022 and even 2023. One of the things that the Bank of Canada... Um, monitors very closely is inflation expectations and why they, they, they are monitoring inflation expectations because inflation expectations feed into wage negotiations so for example if you expect inflation to, workers expect inflation to run hard for 2020, 2022 and 2023, let's say 6 or 7% then they will ask for much higher wages when they renew their contract. So one of the messages that the Bank of Canada wants to send is that they, they, they want to tell Canadians that they are on top of bringing in inflation back to 2%, which is their target. So they don't want to get expectations of inflation out of control because that will feed into further inflation. One of the other things that the Bank of Canada monitors and, and they often talk about is the, the so-called neutral rate of interest. And this is um, a measure of the interest rate where there is neither pressure on prices to increase or decrease at 2%. And they think that this neutral interest rate is between 2 to 3%, and they, they, aim, they think that it's more around 2.5%. So with the increase of 50 basis points today, we are at 1.5%. And to get to this neutral rate, which will bring inflation back to 2%, we need to go 100% uh, to get to, to a 2.5% if we believe that's the measure of the neutral rate. Now, I think, and many economists I think agree with me, that the bank will have to go beyond two and a half beyond the neutral rate measure that they think is, is appropriate. And simply because inflation has been uh, running hot and has, uh, is, is very sticky right now, so to bring inflation down, they will probably have to run interest rates uh, higher than their measure of the neutral rate, which is, again, between 2 two to 3%. So expect rates to go up by at least another percent by uh, the end of the year, first quarter of uh, 2023.
0: I'm speaking with Jean-Paul Lam. He's an associate professor of economics at the University of Waterloo and a former assistant chief economist at the Bank of Canada. We're talking about the bank today raising interest rates by half a percentage point. When we come back, we'll talk a bit more about just what impact that's going to have with so much borrowing out there, with so much debt. What kind of impact do the, do these rising interest rates and perhaps continue rising interest rates? What are they going to have in terms of impact on all of us? Uh, and did the Bank of Canada wait too long to tackle this? Because for a long time, it was talking about t- uh, inflation. Uh, being temporary. And certainly uh, it's not, at least it's not yet. Uh, we'll get to that after this. This half hour, I'm speaking with Jean Paul Lam. He's an associate professor of economics at the University of Waterloo and former assistant chief economist at the Bank of Canada. And we are talking about the Bank of Canada's decision today to uh, increase interest rates by half a percentage point to 1.5%. Um, this is going to have and especially if it continues, this is going to have quite the impact on people who borrowed a lot of money in this country. What's it going to look like for variable rate mortgages and so forth?
1: Yes, definitely it will uh, impact consumers and, and households with uh, variable rate mortgages. Fortunately, in Canada, about 70% of mortgage holders have a fixed rate. So they won't see any impact, at least until renewal, on their mortgage payments. But even those who have uh, these fixed-rate mortgages, they do have home equity line of credit. And uh, about 3 million Canadians hold a HELOC, and and the average amount is uh, last year was around $65,000. And we know that the average mortgage in Canada is is about $350,000. And if you start factoring in, that the Bank of Canada will increase uh, the interest rate by another percentage point by by the end of the year or the first quarter of 2023. So on an average mortgage of $350,000, that's about $300 more per month to service that debt. So that's a lot of money that consumers won't have to spend uh, on on goods and and services or to save, but they will have to use to service that debt. I think the Bank of Canada is very aware of the impact of higher rates on uh, households, especially mortgage holders. One of the uh, worries that uh, keep, I think, a lot of economies up and certainly the governor of the bank of canada is the high level of debt that canadians have the the debt to income ratio in canada is 1.8 dollars so for every amount of uh, dollar of income that canadians have on average we have 1.8 dollars of debt so you can see that um, high interest rates and these high rates will uh probably persist for for a significant amount of time given how sticky inflation is and persistent inflation is. These uh, higher rates will definitely impact the uh, finances of households and also firms going forward.
0: It certainly creates an atmosphere whereby people might start to get angry about things. Is There's been some criticism of, of central banks in general. I know that the Fed isn't any different in the US, but here as well, that they waited too long on this. Because I remember even listening back maybe you know a year ago, maybe a little bit more, that this was going to be temporary, that the rising inflation was not something that was going to be a long-term issue. Did they get that wrong, Jean-Paul
1: yeah, well, Ben, as you as you said during 2021 and part of 2022, they they use this the word transitory inflation a lot in their press communiqué in Canada, in the U.S. and in in Europe as well. I think the the uh, Jerome Powell and uh, Janet Yellen yesterday they did their mea culpa regarding this this word of the use of the word transitory, and they uh, they said that they were wrong about how inflation uh, evolved over time. Honestly, it is difficult given the information they have at the time uh, to foresee what inflation was going to, what was going to happen to inflation in in the future. But given the nature of the shock with uh, supply constraints due to COVID, I think it was definitely a mistake in hindsight, obviously, for the Bank of Canada to stick to this rhetoric of transitory inflation. What this has done is that we are starting to see an erosion of credibility in the, uh, the Bank of Canada because we are s- starting to see inflation expectations in, in the data creeping up, um, and, and that is an indication that uh, we, we expect inflation to stay around uh, for, for much longer than we are used to. But I think what Canadians have to remember is that the Bank of Canada since the early 1990s have had an excellent record on keeping inflation at 2%, which, was, which is their target. And I don't expect them to deviate from that for a significant amount of time. I think the biggest worry for, for a lot of people and for economists right now is that a lot of these factors driving inflation are external to Canada and we don't have any control on them. And if these factors, especially the war in, uh, in Ukraine, that is putting enormous pressure on commodity prices and food prices, energy as well, if that war continues and becomes entrenched, then we will see uh, inflation getting even worse in in the next few months, especially food and energy prices. So as as Doug Porter mentioned in in the beginning of his interview, I think we need some luck here. We need these external factors to abate in the next year so that all the interest rate increases that the Bank of Canada is doing start bringing inflation down.
0: Jean-Paul Lam, thank you so much for your uh, time and insight tonight. I appreciate it.
1: Pleasure to be here, Ben. Thank you.